0: following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct, consistency, creativity, culture.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics Okay. I'm your host, Andrew Lenz, coming to you every Sunday on BICBP Radio Network and just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And here's a message from our sponsor.
0: No matter what you have planned for your mother on Mother's Day, make sure you've got a Polaroid one-step camera because nothing picks up the fun like the newly-style one-step. So pick one up at a great low price. We know you me want to. Oh, what a great, lovely Polaroid Mother's Day ad. How, you can't beat the Polaroid, man. You can't no. beat the Polaroid. That was the that was the easiest way to, to be like, hey, let's capture some memories. With this printable camera that my parents still have theirs. My mom still has hers. That thing was cool. You get instant pictures in five minutes or so. You just shake it. You get a little carpal tunnel going, but you can't beat a Polaroid. I heard you're actually not supposed to shake them. Did you ever hear that? I'm not sure. I, I I I don't I don't know. Like babies or pic- the pictures? No, uh, <laughs> no. I I didn't know that. I, that's what my mom used to do. She used to. It was like because she's a huge picture lady. It yeah. was like a reflex. She was like Spider Man. She was like bam, bam, whew, whew, and she do it and it worked.
1: Did you get this? Did you get like the yelled at like bam. don't touch it? <laughs> You're like, can I see? And they're like, don't touch it that was my parent
0: kind of sort of I I think I was around my Polaroid experience was towards like like when I was really really young I'm sure I got yelled at as a child for that sort of thing like three four years old but after that they switched to like the straight like the film like going to Walmart or getting your film developed your one hour photography developed and uh but I do remember the Polaroid I think was oh so cool and it came back it's back now did Last couple of years, they started re- like Polaroids. Like been really big. They've been doing Polaroid, uh, like they have like mini Polaroids and stuff. It's very artsy.
1: My my it's daughter very cool. has one. My wife got her, or Santa got her one for Christmas. Santa got her one for
0: Christmas. yes. So okay, <laughs> very yeah. They're nice. They're very nice. Very vintage.
1: The film. So uh, we got Matt Johnson here from. Jeez, I'm everything. just everything. Yeah, I'm gonna go retro pop, or do you want to choose one? <laughs> Should I like spin a wheel for you?
0: Uh let's just say I have a lot of podcasts. Let's yeah. just say uh let's just let's just roll with that. I have a lot of podcasts. Um the Monopoly sure.
1: podcast. Yeah,
0: I'm the triple H of podcast. I'm just all over the place. Yeah. Uh too many, too many. But yes, yeah, so we are all part of uh our wonderful network at B I C B P radiocom of course, and uh go support our shows. Every last one of them, whether it's mine, whether it's uh, another one that Andrew's on, whether it's uh, somebody else's. Only if they share each other's episodes, though. Only if they share each other's episodes. Go check them out. <laughs>
1: and since it's Mother's Day, we are talking about moms from TV. The classic, oh, yes. The classic TV mom. There's so many great ones out there. So many great ones. And they've evolved. I've noticed the evolution of the TV mom as a huge TV watcher. I am from the fifties with, uh, you know, leave it to beaver and Ozzie and Harriet and father's Know best all the way up to, I know she's not the greatest topic in the political world, but we get rid of politics. We just focus on the show in Roseanne, you know, the evolution from there. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, it's, the, the evolution in TV moms has always been interesting. It's it's always been very reflective of, uh, it's been very reflective of like society at the time, which is always really nice, right? A new sitcom come, sitcom comes out, uh, the TV I mean, it's with all things, it's with all sorts of cultures and stuff, but um, it has it, it certainly has evolved. You get uh, you know, I love I love Lucy Lucy Ricardo, right? She was a, I think she was a TV mom technically.
1: Yes, because later on she yeah because that was huge because she had a baby bump and you couldn't have that yes up in the 50s.
0: you're right, so that was like a big deal uh or she, she was very like if you see her you think instantly think fifties and sixties right you think vintage television mm-hmm. you get the more modern mother now who's a very um i mean they're still strongwell, but there's a little bit more it's not like a male oh, it's so hard I mean, lucy was 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 mind blowing at the time for for a woman lead in a show but um,
1: they're not, but, a, they're not in the house. <laughs> is that what you're trying right. to correct? They're not just
0: it, basically they've evolved to it's So it's, it's like modern society is nowadays where, uh, relationships are about 50, 50, right. Uh, 50, 50. And sometimes the, 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 female, the, 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 the maternal lead of the household is, a, it can be a little bit more dominant. It, it, it happens. It happens often. So, um, so yeah, it's definitely been reflective of society over the years. I mean, there was it sixty, seventy years of mothers on television? So they had a lot of time to change. They had a lot of time to change. Yeah, and I
1: think of uh, what is it, Grace uh, Under Fire, where they actually it was a single mom, and that was like if you would have did that in the fifties, that would have been like no, 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 you can't have this on TV. That's just completely. Isn't that
0: crazy? Isn't that wild to think about how you know you know, as much as everybody complains about cancel culture, cancel culture has always been around and that they would have been canceled. You know what I mean? People yeah. would they would have been canceled if they did a single mom type thing. They would have, oh. people would have lost their minds.
1: They would never got through, never got through the, uh, what is that? The cutting, the cutting board or whatever. <laughs> the chopping block.
0: Cutting room. Chopping block. Room. Cutting there room. you
1: go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <We're
0: recording this laughs> That's kind what of I'm early. here for.
1: <laughs> See? <laughs> I do this on his show where I'm like, no, Matt. And then he does it on my show. It's a great trade-off Matt and I have here.
0: Return the favor. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> so who are some of your favorite TV moms? Like just, you don't got to give me a list, like on your show, eat, sleep list. Plug there. Go check that out. What? Uh, hey. Like just off the top of your head, like TV moms that you were like, wow. That's
0: a pretty cool mom. Oh, boy. Well, I grew up in, I mean, growing up, I grew up in the 90s, but mid-2000s is where I really started to kind of pay attention to uh, TV moms. Like, re- really recognized, well, sitcoms more so. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up, I know this was, this was kind of 90s, but, I mean, Home Improvement, Jill Taylor. Yes. was always pre- Was always pretty cool. She's a, she's, I mean, the only woman in a, right? I think they had three boys. Yeah. Yep. Three boys. Uh. So, you know, in, in that household. uh, Another one, the, the mom from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm trying to find her name.
1: Oh my goodness. Jane, I think it's Jane Curtin that plays her. What was her? I can't even. Oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to her later, but.
0: That, that's a very. <laughs> that's but a like very she, she, she was she was so, uh, Lois Wilkerson was the character's name. That was her last name? But she was so, yeah, I guess so. She was so like tough and strong and like she was a little scary, but she was scary in a funny way. Like the boys knew that they couldn't get anything past her. Where Brian, it's so weird to say Brian Cranston was a TV dad, yeah. but Brian Cranston was the the goofball. Who kind of just like, not the disciplinarian, uh, you know, kind of, everything kind of slid by him. You know, I mean, when I got older, I started to appreciate the golden, the golden girls who were, I think everybody except Rose, no, I was Rose a mom?
1: Yeah, she was a mom.
0: They were all moms, I think. Yeah. You know, you start to appreciate those moms. It's not like a constant being a mom, but, you know, they did episodes where they included their children and they were pretty fair with, they were very fair with their children. Uh, you know, everybody loves Raymond's a huge show. We're going to talk a lot about that. Deborah Barone and uh, Marie Barone, paid but uh, played by Patricia Heaton and uh, Doris Roberts, I think was her name. Doris, yep, Doris Roberts, wonderful moms. Like, these are some of the moms that I grew up with, Li- like live TV stuff. So, very some a lot of favorites, a lot of favorites. Uh, I think, you know, the, go you to know, the cartoons, the vintage Hannah, Hanna-Barbera did a very good job of, of it's, it's like using family things with cartoons, right? Yeah. You got the Flintstones, the Jetsons, uh, and even some of the later, I think Dexter's, I mean, Dexter's laboratory always sticks out to me cause they had his mom. Um, he had his mom, she was thick, uh, <laughs> but you know, she was kind of funny, but, um, you, you know, there's, there's, they're a lot more prominent in, in television than I think a lot of people realize, but you, you seen it more so in the early days with the family atmosphere um, with, with strong-willed moms, Cosby show mom as yeah. well. Claire, uh, Mrs. I was just say- Claire Hugstable So amazing. Can't, can't forget about that. So there's, I mean, there's, there's so, it's so weird though. Cause when I think of, I, I don't know if she, you're going to mention her at all, but uh, you know, Peggy Bundy, is always an interesting one. Yeah. The abuse she kinda takes. I know it was in the name of comedy, but uh you know, she was always an interesting case. But, you know, just a lot of I, I've been surrounded by a lot of great T V moms, you know, that have kind of uh kind of been a big impact on my life as well. Yeah, Claire
1: Claire Huxtable has to be <clears throat> if I was gonna make a list, I think it'd be number one because he was she was a lawyer, uh, leaves, she made partner Then she, you know, has to raise all the, all the kids. And then you got to worry about, you know, he the bull, <laughs> and what he, what he's doing. That was, that was an awesome one. I'm not big a fan of like the Brady Bunch moms. I, I'm not a big fan of that. I love Harriet Wenslow before they switched the character on family matters. Yeah. Yeah. She was really, really great, uh, you know, because that that was just a great show. But a lot of the ones that you mentioned, like Malcolm in the Middle, those moms, Roseanne.
0: Uh, yeah, Roseanne. I, you mentioned it before, but Roseanne was like, Roseanne was like, uh, and I'm sure, like I said, I know a lot of people have their opinions on her, but yeah, Roseanne was probably the most like chill TV mom ever. Like, she did not. How do I put this? You know, every there's a lot of ones where they're all dolled up. They're dressed really nice. Roseanne was just doing what she wanted, right? They, Her and, and John Goodman's character just kind of lived in uh, Dan. Uh, you know, they just kind of lived in suburb, like s- suburban Chicago, and they just kind of did their thing. They were very blue-collar, and I think a lot of people related to that, and that's why Roseanne did so well for so long. I didn't think of the,
1: you know, any other moms. Cause there was a point in TV where it was like the mom was dead or the father was dead. I don't know if you remember this point It was mostly in the eighties where like, they were like, Hey, we're just going to act the parent, like full house or something like that.
0: Yeah. That, that was, that was weird to me when, when I, when I realized full house was, I mean, obviously you got uh, uh uncle Jesse's wife, you know, it was kind of a strong female lead, but it took a while to get to that. Yeah, it took a little while to get to that, but um, but yeah, it was just weird thing. Like, yeah, we're we're that's what we're into now is we're gonna, you know, add add a little like a whole layer to all this, and it's uh, yeah, it was always it's always very strange that that was like a generational thing.
1: I just I'm trying to think of more TV moms that I that I that I watched. Uh, Angela bauer who's the boss. with her and then her mother in there too Mona two completely different contrasting people you got Mona who's a little bit more promiscuous and outgoing and then you had Angela who's more conservative than her mother so it was a very cool contrast between there between that mom Angela Bauer I thought was a pretty cool mom as well yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to think, you named so many great ones. Uh, uh, one mother actually, recent show, Arrested Development. I think a lady Jessica Walters just recently passed away. I can't remember her name on there. But she reminded me more of my, my great, oh, Blues. Lucille, Lucille Bluth. Uh, she actually reminded me more of my grandmother, but I always, Right. So if I want a good memory of my grandmother, I go watch Arrested Development because that's something that you reminded me of. But I definitely did enjoy seeing I'm trying to think of the different moms you've named so many. Because there's not too many that like other than what you mentioned that stand out to me, but like Claire Huxable's gotta be number one. Roseanne's in there. Mom's milk in the middle. Uh, like I said, I get, I'm going to say. I mean, you, did you grow up
0: and appreciate the Brady Bunch at all? No. I mean, there's always. No,
1: I know the you're a
0: Brady Bunch person.
1: I I did enjoy the Partridge Family. Shirley Partridge was pretty awesome, but yeah, she was a single mom. I forgot what they did with the dad, but she was pretty much a single mom. That was a cool show. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to think of like eighties TV shows because right now my mind is like stuck in Cheers. I love cheers. (laughs) Um, uh, Because even, I mean, it wasn't a mom, but she was a house mother and we can't forget about Mrs. Garrett from uh, Facts of Life. Because I think if if you're going to be a great TV mom, you got to kind of teach a life lessons. Oh, here we go. It's, it's different now that I'm like looking at, I gotta pull up a list, but, but Norma Arnold from the Wonder Years. What a great mom there too. But that was another show set in the 60s, 70s, but in the 80s, I remember she wanted to go back to school and it was kind of like frowned upon, but she did it anyways because she was like, I'm going to do this. And she was a great mom, you know, always working for, doing stuff for her kids, lending a hand. Didn't watch Family Tides. Oh, here, here's another one. Maggie Seaver. Can I give it? I love Growing Pains. Maggie Seaver was awesome. Newswoman.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that show.
1: Newswoman, uh, mom, had a handle Mike. You know, he's, Mike Seaver was all over the place. He's cooler than Zach Morris in my book. Uh, (laughs) No, that was an awesome mom to be a news anchor and then go out to do that. Uh, We're going to go news anchored mom. I got to go Murphy Brown later on when she had her son, Avery. That was, she was an awesome mom. Another single parent. See, I gravitate more towards the single parent a little bit because I, I was raised in a single parent home with my mother. So with that, I'm going to ask you the question: Who does your mom most resemble as a TV mom? It could be multiple ones. It could just be just one. Who do you got?
0: Oh dear God, she's like a. I mean, I could see a combination. the The one that she reminds me of the most, though, was uh, is Marie Barone played by doris roberts all right um and uh, obviously marie barone was a grandmother character but by all that uh my mom does hear a lot of a lot of traits um with her respectfully very loving (laughs) loves to play the guilt trap loves to play the guilt trap if uh if she needs you know something's something's like that but uh Probably definitely Marie Barone. There's there's a lot of other like aspects of it, you know, again, all respectfully. But you kind of see pat you kind of see past it. And I'm like, whoa, this is really like this is real life. You know, very uh you know, I did this for you. You should do this for me, kind of thing. Oh, I failed, you know, I failed you as a parent. And yeah. <laughs> and oh god, yeah. Oh, she loves to lay on that guilt trap.
1: He's got a little bit of loves that.
0: Loves
1: that Beverly Goldberg in her. I don't know if you ever watched the Goldberg. Yes,
0: book. the Gold. Yes, she loves that show. And ironically enough, I'd have to agree. I'd I'd have to I'd have to agree, uh, with that. We'd always find ways to kind of connive, like connive, like again, respectfully. Yeah. Uh Just connive my mom into doing stuff, and then she'd find out, and he'd be like, "Oh shit." <laughs> damn it she caught us you know i i i found that a that i always found that to be uh to be a really funny thing like I, I just sat there and i was like this is her this is her to a t but the goldbergs one is a is a is a great is a great comparison because she loves that show she's a total 80s mom and and we'd be watching it together my dad would look over my mom and he'd be like that's you she's like no it's not and he's like yeah no it's definitely you so <laughs> did she ever wrote you a
1: letter like Beverly Goldberg did about <laughs> to guilt trip you and to do.
0: <laughs> no, well text messages, but you know, same oh, difference, I same guess. Same, <laughs> same damn thing. But no, I'd i I'd, I'd compare them very, very much uh alike. Very much alike.
1: So if I had to pick one for my mom, uh it's definitely Lois or Malcolm in the middle. 150%. There is no doubt. She fought me on this until she watched it. And then she was like, oh my goodness. She does kind of, cause my, uh, she was a single mother. She it was me and my brother. Yeah. And there's just sayings in that show that like just like warped me back to my childhood because the the one episode that I'm like, oh my goodness, this is my mother, was uh, when they went to the water park, and the boys are just being crazy, and she grabs them, and she looks right at him and goes, do you think we're wealthy? Because I swear, I think my mother have said this to me. <laughs> and she's like, do you think we're wealthy? Because I mean, well, I didn't, my father wouldn't have been there, but she was like, we worked very hard to get you know, spend this day and you guys are just ruining it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's my mother. Cause you know, a single mom, we didn't grow up with a whole lot, but we had everything that we needed. And that was like, just the way that she would, you know, that scariness, like, oh my goodness, we're going to get in trouble if we get caught. And another episode that stands out about my mother being a lot like Lois is, uh, There's an episode where all of a sudden she just is being nice to Dewey and Malcolm and Reese are trying to figure out why she's being so nice to Dewey and Dewey's sitting in the bed and he's like, I don't know, I'm just listening to her and doing what she tells me to do. And then he just breaks it down and he's like, we do this to her. We make her crazy. And all I'm thinking about (laughs) is that too as well, because if we were really good, my mother was really awesome, but sometimes, you know, two boys, we, we took advantage and we tried to get away with more than what we needed to do or could do. And we got that look. That look sends me back to like, I can't watch Malcolm in the Middle without thinking about my, my mom. That look of pure, just ter- terrifying uh, story that kind of goes in with it is last day of spring break. It was my freshman year. My brother just graduated high school. He says, come on, we're going to go to Darien Lake. We're going to skip school and go to Darien Lake. And I'm like, okay. He's like, but you got to be quiet. Mom can't know or we're going to get into trouble. So I'm like, let's go. So we it ended
0: sounds up like a very bad idea.
1: <laughs> oh, this is a good story. So we ended up getting caught in the parking lot of Tops grocery store. Cause you could buy the Darien Lake tickets there. Yeah by his girlfriend's mom. And this is how much the fear my mother had fear into me was she looked at all of us and was like, I'm calling it each one of your mom's. And there was like a couple of us in the car and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm done for, and throughout that whole entire time, (laughs) take me back to school. Just take me back to school. Just, just take me back to school. (laughs) My brother's like, no, no, no. You're already in trouble. You might, I'm like, no, I could probably salvage something. So I did end up going to Darien Lake and then my brother had my mom's car. So he'd go pick her up from work and my mom was slapping the crap out of my brother in the car <laughs> because he <she> already <laughs> knows, and he's not giving up anything. He's like just straight face. I, he's cause he was in college. He's like, I went to school. I went to school. I went to school. And I remember laying in my room and all of a sudden my door flies open. And I like stood there at attention at her. And she goes, where did you go? I was like, "Uh, I went to school today. And then all of a sudden the hand went up and she got that crazy face. The hand went up it, she never even touched me. The hand just went up and I spilled my guts. I told her the whole thing. I, we went to Dairy Lake. I told him I didn't want to go to Dairy Lake after getting caught. But then and it was like, and we went to Denny's for breakfast. And I wanted a whole pie because I didn't know if this was gonna be the last time I was gonna eat, but they only gave me a slice of pie. <laughs> like I broke down, like I told her what rides we went on. I just broke it down because she had that that lowest fare to her. And to this day, she's she's done it to She's actually done it to like my kids. She's never raised a hand or anything, but she's done it to my kids. Like when they're acting up, she like will if they're messing around at the table when they were younger, and then she like covers their hand to stop and it gives them the look. And I'm like, oh crap, I can't help you. You're on your own, man. <laughs> and I'm thinking <laughs> you're on, about your like, own kid. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I was like, I know what happens next. This ain't going to be good for, for you. I'm not going to be around this one. Because there was a lot of times, like, when I was growing up, I could have gotten into a lot more trouble, but it was like, oh, my goodness. If I get caught, my my mother, this is not going to be good. And my grounding was uh, because of that. She took everything out of my room, but she forgot that I had a portable CD player. And... So all I had was a Bible because I didn't have cable going to my TV. Right. Or I think my step, I think that's like when we were living with my stepdad and he disconnected the TV. She took like the, like my video game system. So all I had was a portable CD player. She took all the CDs. So I had that with the space jam soundtrack and a Bible. All I had to entertain myself for like a month. (laughs)
0: Jesus. Yeah. So no, that's yeah. They were like that. I, I respect that. That story's wonderful, by the way. Um, I, my mom never. I don't think she ever. Well, she might have spanked me once, oh. you know. But you get that look. She turned red because my mom. I don't know what you, your descendancy is. You're, uh, you know, Italian, classic Italian, and she always tells stories about my uncle who would piss off my grandmother. And then laugh as my grandmother beat him. So like, he would just laugh. Like she'd get the spatula and he would just laugh his ass off. So, but my mom turned red. <laughs> she got the stare going and you kind of knew, even though you didn't know what the result was. It was like this mythos of, uh, it was like this mythos of like, I don't know what she can do, but she could do something. But it's like a respect thing. Cause I feel like par- a lot of kids don't respect their parents in that no. manner anymore. It's unfor—it's unfortunate like that, but um, my mom used. To. But I mean that—that's a—that's a fair—that's a, fair, a very good comparison.
1: <laughs> would if we were in public, she'd grit her teeth and give me one of these. You, oh, or I'm gonna trick you. We're gonna go outside, and you didn't want to go outside because I heard a lot of comedians say this about their parents too. Because outside there was no witnesses. No, I still no. do. But, I, I I still say stuff like that to my kids today. My my youngest son Jacoby, who is a handful, we were at my daughter's softball game and and he was acting up. And I I said, "Listen, you come home with me. You don't go home with any of these other people." And one of the moms in the stands goes, "Amen to that." <laughs> <laughs> so right. But they but my kids though think my mom's like this nice calm person i'm like oh my goodness you don't understand this lady i understand where she's coming from now like back then i'm like oh my goodness she was a psycho but i have two boys of my own and they will turn you psycho i'm pretty sure or you and your brother are pretty far apart so
0: we're eight years but a lot of the stuff that you know he got away with uh and I get mad about, I get mad about, and I, I, maybe I turned her into a psycho at the same time, but, (laughs) uh, well, not a psycho. I shouldn't say that, but, um, but yeah, you know, it kind of, it's just a weird thing. Right. We don't know this, the whole science of, of giving birth, being a parent. Well, uh, you know, giving, being the mom, excuse me, being the mom of, you know, of, of it all. We don't know the science of all of it. So it's, uh, you know, it's like, Jesus, I birthed you. I carried you for nine months. I birthed you. The least you can kind of do is show us some respect. I, I'm sure that's what it is. So, you know, it's, I, I understand. I do understand the craziness. I do understand the craziness at now. I, I definitely, I could appreciate it. Cause a lot of stuff seemed outlandish. You know, there's favoritism. There's all this stuff. Yeah. And especially when you have, she has like multiple kids and you're pretty much like, you gotta, you know, you got to do like resolution management and all that fun stuff. Oh. You know, you got to deal with the kids. You can't play favorites. If you show favoritism to one side, it's not good. And Yeah. It's I uh, I don't envy what my mom had to deal with. I, yeah. I really don't.
1: Yeah. My, my wife's a little bit more diplomatic and I am. I'm just more, if you're fighting over something, I'm just going to remove the problem where she's like, Let's have a talk and i'm like no that's not. It's, remove, the problem. <laughs> remove the problem but to say something really nice though about my mom is a more recent tv mom that i noticed that she does have a little bit in common with is the mother from young sheldon she does have a comment mm. in because she was she was at one point very active in the church when we were growing up, so right you know we'd be on the way to church and we'd see some homeless guy or something like that instead of never saying no, don't make fun of him, she'd just go there there, God, there by the grace of God go i I don't know if you ever heard that one <laughs> like 90- I don't know if I
0: have yeah,
1: oh that one or uh the the don't throw stones, you know he should not." I should not throw stones and I'm like, oh, so she has that in there. But then again, I was more of a sensitive type child. So
0: I still am. <laughs>
1: and she did a lot of, I'm not going to lie. My mother did a lot of protecting of me from, yeah. From other people and stuff like that. And I see that in young Sheldon and I see that today and you know, that's, she's One of my biggest supporters, I'm not going to lie, is I do this podcast and everything else. So my mom is, uh, I I make fun of her as she got older. I said that we were going to have to remove the knobs from the stove because I went over there one time after I moved out and it was on and I make fun of her, but like, I I don't know where I would be without my mother. I I really don't.
0: I, 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 I love that statement. I really do. You know, and going back to made the Goldberg comparison too, which I thought was really nice. I think that's one of her best, my mom's best traits as well. Uh, my mom's definitely not like other typical moms. I think everybody can kind of say that, you know, she may be very, very protective. She's also a little, I mean, uh, different as far as like, she'll, she'll, she'll dance to music randomly. Like, and people, and like, I, I see it the in, the eyes of like my cousins and other people like, Oh, that's weird. What are you doing? You know, she's uh, big into photography. Hey, let's, let's get photo Let's get, let's do these pictures and stuff. And everyone's like rolls her eyes. But I think that's what I appreciate most about my mom is that, you know, cause she's so different. She doesn't care what other people think. So even though, um, you know, even though she kind of show you know, she's, she's being herself and she, she's being criticized, but she doesn't care what other people think, you know, she kind of just rolls to the beat of her own drum. And I've always, I've always honestly really admired that about her as that, you know, people think I'm weird. You know, I don't have great friends around me all the time. I don't have a uh, great relationships with a lot of people around me all the time. And um side note, Andrew lives thousands and thousands of miles away from me Uh to add to that, but I don't have great relationships with people. People think I'm weird. Cause I, I dedicate my life to, I, I find a hobby that I really want to be successful in. And I put a lot of time into it. I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. And some of my behaviors are weird and I get judged all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. And I think that's one of the best things I've ever pulled away from my mom. I think that's one of the best things I've ever pulled away from her is that, that, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do and I don't give a shit. Is it going to hurt me that you, you you know, you say these things? Absolutely. But I'm still going to do what I do. So I've always admired that about her.
1: Yeah. My mom always had a habit of singing in the car.
0: So (laughs) Yeah, my mom does too. My brother, like, I love the death beat so. Oh, stop that! Just stop singing, so rude, so rude. Yeah, my um,
1: my mom's huge and is singing in the car. That's how I got my love of Motown and Danny Nevereth, If you're from the Western New York area,
0: (laughs) Uh, Motown, Elvis, I've got my appreciation for that. All that old music, I've definitely. That's all from her '80s music. Definitely all from her. Yeah, it's. It's definitely is. But yeah, I think like the Goldberg's mom is one of those ones that she's kind of like, she, she she may be perceived weird, even, even, uh, you know, the, the, the Malcolm in the Middle mom may be perceived weird by everybody else, but you know, she's still going to do her thing and kind of live her life. So
1: that's what, that's why, that's the other thing about my mom is my mom worked a lot of jobs that she probably didn't want to work at. Right. She knew that she had to provide for us. I'm pretty sure Lois didn't want to work work at the Lucky Aid. No. You know, my mom worked at one point three three jobs. Every time around Christmas, she would work <laughs> about two or three jobs. She would work um at her normal job, work at like cartridge farms in the mall and then try and sell Avon.
0: Oh wow. Yeah.
1: I'm, so that's where I get a lot of uh you know, hard work if you if you want it you got to work for it if you're gonna do this yeah you, you got you gotta you gotta work for it uh, that was probably the biggest thing and one of the things that I got from her was more when I was an adult I know we're kind of shifting it into our moms but yeah my mom's awesome
0: uh, <laughs> exactly
1: is I, I worked with her for a little bit and I noticed she would never go to breaks so everybody would go to break. You know, the first break, she'd be there at lunch, obviously, but she wasn't at second break. And then we rode in together. So by that time I would go. And when it was time to go home, I go into her office and she's not doing anything, but like playing on the computer, playing solitaire. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't you have to work? She goes, no, I don't take breaks because I just take one big giant long one at the end of the day. <laughs> <then that> way <laughs> right. My time. And I sit in here. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And that was one thing that I did when, when I was when I started working, was I used to a lot of people say don't work through your breaks, but I worked through my breaks, so at the end of the day, I had pretty much a half an hour of absolutely nothing to do. And my boss knows this, but I would look at YouTube on the internet, I'd you know, look up stupid stuff on Wikipedia because I just had the time to do it. And it was a time to chill and relax before I went home to my, my wife. And yeah, my
0: decompress family. a little bit.
1: Yeah, it was kind of cool that she did that. But that was like the biggest one. Now, we are, we are both married men. Yes, sir. I pray one day you do have children. You too. You would be a great dad. I don't know All any, I
0: want out of life.
1: But all I—I I don't know Amy personally, but I can tell you right now she'd probably be an awesome mom. So which TV mom would she
0: probably be? Um, let's see here. I think I'm gonna stick in the she be late night last night. Um, I think I'm gonna stick in the realm of everybody loves Raymond and Malcolm in the middle. I think she's that mom. Uh, Lois and Deborah Barone. Okay, where definitely Deborah Barone. Again, family you know, family oriented, hardworking. But if I do something stupid, which is almost on average once a day, she's gonna be mad. Like I, I I I watch Everybody Loves Raymond, and I watch Deborah yell at Ray, and one of my favorite shows, and I, I just. <laughs> it's got her written all over it. Like, again, if you're listening, respectfully, I, (laughs) I think it's, I I think it's the, uh, oh, it's so, so, so funny. The parallels. I mean, I, I know I, I, I probably test her more. I mean, try and get away with stuff that I probably shouldn't do, you know, spend money on stupid stuff. We both kind of do that, but, um, yes, she, uh, she will call me out of my bullshit. She keeps me, uh, she keeps me on the straight and narrow, sort of. So that I definitely gotta give her her that. I'm sure as a parent, she's gonna be no nonsense like like Lois from uh from Malcolm in the Middle. There's gotta be uh, there's another one too. You, you know, she's very grandmother like, so I could see her being Sophia, some of the girls from um, you know, Golden Girls. I yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. She's more a reflection of this strong the strong woman, you know, kind of era, you know, of just hey, we run this stuff a little bit. So she keeps me she does keep me on the straight and narrow. So I gotta give her credit for that. So that's that's probably definitely where I put her in. But probably mostly Deborah Barone, Patricia Heaton's character from everybody loves Raymond. I would
1: say my wife. I call her all the time. She's got that Beverly Goldberg helicopter mom, not so much of the guilt trip, but the helicopter mom where, let me do this. Let me do this. I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. She still cuts my son's food and I have to yell at her every once in a while. Like he's 11 years old. I <laughs> don't do it himself. He can, do it. He can manage a knife. <laughs> my youngest yells at her <laughs> because of certain things. If they get injured, <laughs> like small scratches and scrapes they won't go to her because she's like, Oh my goodness. Oh, what's going to happen? Uh, that's like, that's probably where she gets that from. Uh, it also reminds me of Linda Belter from Bob's burgers where she just gets overexcited over the littlest things.
0: That's a good one. Um, Yeah. That's a good one. I, I like that.
1: Bob's Burgers is pretty a close representation of my family there. So, <laughs> uh, it, it yeah, we're without the singing, but every little thing that the kids do, she gets like super excited. Like, like or they bring something home, <laughs> and it's like the most amazing thing in the world. Oh my goodness, look at this! <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's cool, but like just everything is mind blowing to her that our kids that our kids do
0: <laughs> that's that would be my mom I could definitely make that uh make the case for that being my mom I, I can assure you of that definitely make the case for that <laughs> but also,
1: also she's gotta she's gotta put up with me so that has got that everybody loves Raymond Jill Taylor vibe in there as well yeah because I'm off I'm I I go and buy spend money on what she would call stupid stuff uh, or put support to you, or as we're talking right now, talking about stupid things, <laughs> it don't make sense. but, but I got to give it to her. She is supportive. She is, she, she does enjoy, she does kind of, I think, secretly love the fact that I do this and I get the enjoyment out of it. She doesn't always see the point of it, but. She knows what it means to me, so I got to give it to her there. But yeah, very much, but more, I would say Linda Belcher and Beverly Goldberg, just always like in the kids' face and then super excited about things. Easter, I'm sitting here. I have a little office area where I record. Yeah. Easter, I'm just sitting here, you know. Getting stuff ready for the show. My kids come in out of the office. They ask me what I'm doing. I tell them what I'm doing. Then all of a sudden I get a I get a text message. Hey, let's go to the aquarium today. I'm like, it's Easter. So she does that and she got like so excited about going to the aquarium. Like, oh my goodness, let's go. And I'm like, oh it's like we gotta drive to Dallas. That's like 45 minutes away. And then she doesn't take the highway. She takes like all these back roads because she's like, we're going to go and we're going to look at, you know, everything around here and start seeing things and we're going to enjoy it. We're going to have the best Easter ever. And I cook Easter dinner. So I'm like, are are we really doing this? When are we going to come home? (laughs) (laughs) So it was like one of those things. And uh, she reminds me kind of like your mom with the picture taking, like we go to the aquarium and we can't just go, Ooh. That's nice. No, it's you guys stand in front of it, let
0: me take your. Oh picture. my god! Yes, I don't <laughs> even like going to Disney World because my mom is like, "Hey, let's we're in line, let's take a picture. We're on the ride, let's take a picture." I'm like, "All right, let's let's settle down. I just I want to enjoy this." So no. we get into a lot of. Unfortunately, family vacations are a lot mess, are very messy because I'm just I get frustrated, but of that sort of thing. But that goes hand in hand with her just kind of doing what she wants. But yeah, d- theme parks and. St- Stuff not good. Not yeah. the best time.
1: That's where she gets into that Linda Belcher like spontaneous thing. And where it's like, oh my goodness, we're gonna go do this. Come on, guys. And unfortunately, we we're new to Texas and we drove through one area and we stop at a stop sign or a stoplight, and the, the random man, you know, you're from Niagara Falls, you understand this, or anybody that's from some shady cities is uh the random man asking for a cigarette
0: oh yeah just standing there like
1: talking to you through the car so i was like oh i guess we're we're taking this route (laughs) but yeah we took what should have taken us about half an hour 45 minutes to get home took us about an hour and a half because she wanted to she wanted to see things wanted to see things and see how things were going so that's where i get more of the linda belcher in there where like little things excite her and she's like let's go (laughs) no singing though no singing but she gets she gets so overexcited I, i i don't mind going to my daughter's softball games it's cool i get to see my my daughter play but my wife's not too much into sports and it's so funny to, okay. hear, to hear her cheer. So that's the other, Like she's more, I'm going to say she's more Linda Belcher than Beverly Goldberg. And <laughs> she, she, um, and she'll sit there and she'll do the numbers. She'll be like, okay, one, two, let's go one, two. And she's got like that, like, not like loud, boisterous thing. <laughs> it's like, come on, one, two. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear you do this.
0: And yeah. bye like, bye. my, <sighs> your wife and my mom are very, very similar, very, oh. very similar. And that she, my mom had made a coach go into another area because she was yelling so loud. That's how, that's how, that's how she is. She doesn't like understand sports, but she's, she's, you know, very, very supportive in that nature. So that's, that's funny. You bring that up. So yeah, your wife and my mom, very similar, very, very similar people. Oh, it's which so... I, I admire that. I do. I do.
1: It's just so, but it's funny, though, because, like, any, the, the Beverly Goldberg aspect, like, any injury my kids get is, like, just, oh, my goodness. Yeah, in the world? Oh, my goodness. Is he going to be okay? Yeah, he's going to be okay. He he fell, okay? He's, <laughs> he's, like, 9 or 11 years old. Are you I'm pretty sure he's going to live? He's, he's going to live. We're not going to have to amputate it. Protective, very Protective. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which is not necessarily like in some cases it's bad, but in other cases it's, uh, it's interesting for sure. For sure. I mean, I, I know I'm a, you know, I was always perceived very differently. I was always very cautious in high school and stuff. And that's probably why I didn't get invited to a lot of stuff, but, um, but Hey, I made it through no scrapes, no injuries, uh, you know, just no friends, but, uh, I, I, still made it through. I survived and I lived to tell t- another day. And it, it, it definitely, definitely, you know, because of my mom being my mom. Yeah.
1: I get, I have a lot more. I have so many moms where you're going to be like, really? <laughs> there's been time where you, <laughs> where you mentioned injuries and I got my wife that any injury, there's a time that I broke my ankle playing basketball. And I went home. My brother and his friend like had to walk me into the house, and I'm sitting there in this chair with my foot up, and I'm and I'm talking to, and and I'm like I'm trying to talk to my mom, and my mom's on the phone, and this is when long distance was a thing, like long distance was like huge. Oh yeah, the money of long distance. She's talking to my aunt, and I'm like, mom, I broke my ankle, and she's like, shh, like mom broke my ankle she's like i think i broke i'm like i'm i think i broke my ankle and my brother and his friend are like we, we think he's hurt and, and she looked at me and she goes i am on the phone long distance with your aunt and then <laughs> finally, she like walks over she looks at my ankle and she goes oh i gotta let you go it looks like andrew broke his ankle so i'm just gonna let you go and then she took me But the one thing is whenever I, we did get injured, I always did get, we got Burger King, I got a Burger King happy meal. Cause the first time I broke my foot, my grandmother was calling her at work. Cause I've learned this over the years. You never call a single mom out of work because it was, it's a a very, very bad thing. Uh, but my grandmother called her. and was like, I think Andrew broke his foot when you leave work. And she's like, I'll get there when I get there. And she gets there and she goes, wow, you really, wow. I guess you really did break your foot because at one point, I got to admit, I was that kid to get out of things and be like, I don't feel good. I broke my ankle. You know, I broke my foot. I think I did Uh,
0: that. I used to love calling and going to the nurse's office and getting sent home because I knew my mom wasn't working at the time. And, oh, she'd come pick me up every single time.
1: Yeah, I couldn't do that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my for that. But uh, when I broke my foot, I was going into the sixth grade. So that's kind of a big time. It's a new school going to middle school. Yeah. And she's sitting there and she's swinging on my crutches while we're waiting for the paperwork to get discharged from the ER. I'm going, wow, you broke your foot. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom did (laughs) this? Yes. (laughs) She's like, oh, I never broke a bone before. And at that point, I'm not going to lie. I was like eleven, twelve years old, and I'm thinking to myself, "I hope you slip on those crutches, <laughs> This is that's but, hilarious. But my mother was very, my mother was very, 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 very loving. Like I said, there was other things that she has done. But sometimes like
0: she was fun too. Like that's a that's hilarious. Oh, there was a lot. my mom would never taught, She would never taunt me. Like my dad, that's what my dad would do, is like kind of taunt me while you know for his own enjoyment, but. Um, now my mouth was just straight up. Yeah, you know, she'd be rude. There was no, there was no fun element to it. Oh, none at all. Yeah, yeah. She's
1: <laughs> yeah, swinging back. Oh my goodness, my. Um, growing up with my mother was it, it definitely made me who I was, who I am today, and gave me a lot of values because. It's just, but it was just so like, I was like, that was probably the only point I ever wished harm on my mother, like seriously, because she's just sitting there rocking back and forth on my crotches. Oh, Broke your foot. Going into sixth grade. That sucks. <laughs> and I just got new shoes too. So I could only wear one shoe on like the first day of school. So like I had to go and get another pair of shoes. So that way it looked like they were both worn down at the same time. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how that's 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 pretty much how I grew up. She I, I talked about this probably on my mom's stuff too. She was the one that just blatantly told us, I know you're not supposed to use the F word when it comes to wrestling, but like we would watch it as a kid and she'd be like, That's fake. You are we they already know who's gonna win. I'm like <laughs> and then later on <laughs> She's like, well, I had to tell you guys that because you guys were like flipping each other all through the house and I wasn't going to the (laughs) house.
0: Yeah. My mom would, oh man, my mom would definitely did that. And then when I actually did pro wrestling, she could not wait for me to get out of it. She, she had, my mom had an intervention for me to get out of pro wrestling. (laughs) No. And an intervention. Yes. Yes, she did. Yes, she did we watched a Roddy Piper documentary and she's, she was talking about the lifestyle of the business. Oh. And, uh, and she's like, really, what's that mean? And she just like, I mean, it wasn't like a massive intervention, but her, and my dad sat me down. I'm like, Oh my God. And this is like that, that, that lack, like that lack of support of anything that I it, like that it, it bothers me because, uh, you know, obviously she's, she's going to support me and what, you know, what I'm doing, yeah. but she also wants me to play the safe route, go get a real, you know, go get a regular job. Don't do stuff like this and that. And that always drove me nuts. So that's like a big pet peeve of mine. When people don't do that, it, 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 it bugs me, but she wants, she didn't want me to do that. She wanted me to play a safe route. She tried to like, you know, she kind of shit on everything that I, that I enjoyed to an you know, extent. If it wasn't like in her, uh, you know, if it wasn't her in her image, I guess, you know, her perfect vision of me, which is, you know, that's, oh, that, I'm trying to think of a TV mom that that would really fit in with, probably yeah. Doris Roberts, yeah, pretty barone, <laughs> probably a little.
1: You were talking about the Italian guilt. Oh, it's real. Oh. I have an Italian stepmom. I don't, I don't think I got it as much as you, but I understand the Italian guilt. Um, they say you can't be raised Italian, but I was kind of semi-raised Italian is a very, the, the, the Italian culture was a culture shock coming from my German, Scottish background. Okay.
0: Yeah. Italians are nuts, man. They want to fight everybody. There's no, they talk loud. It's like, Jesus, shut up. (laughs) The
1: mother from The Sopranos, Tony's mom, Livia Soprano, you talk about the Italian guilt. She laid it on the thickest, I think, out of any character I've ever met, where she was always dying, Uh, saying her husband was a saint, but she treated him like crap while they were buried and everything else. That's the one that I th- when you were talking about like Italian guilt moms. That was like the number one. Like doris yours di- Day's character did it in a nicer way, <laughs> but Tony Soprano's mom was like hard for to the guilt. I don't think my mom's ever guilted me.
0: I'm sure if you think hard enough, maybe she did. Oh, I know, I know, my mom did. Why don't you why? <sighs> You spend too much time with your friends. Spend time with your little brother. My brother, my my older brother didn't spend time with my younger brother, your uncle and your uncle. See, I'm the I'm younger like, brother. Oh, come on. I don't even have fr- I don't even have friends What's as it is.
1: I'm the younger brother. So she did that to huh? she did that to my brother. Mm. She did that to okay. my brother. She would do that to my brother. And then recently I just found out talking to her on the phone that she would do this thing called where she would clean, she'd start cleaning. And then if we saw her cleaning, we were like, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to have to clean. So we would all leave the house. Like, we're gone, we're going to this person's house, we're going to be gone. And then she goes, oh, then after you guys left, I would just open up a thing of pine saw. (laughs) So that way it smells like I clean. And I'd lay on the couch and watch a movie because it was quiet at that point. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) (laughs) So she knew what she was doing. Your mom's crafty. Oh, yeah. I respect that. I respect that. Oh, yeah. I do. She,
1: Like I said, there was no holding back. I, I'm pretty sure some people thought that she was a terrible mom, especially was like 16, 15 or 16 years old. Maybe. I don't know. It's when Nine Inch Nails came out with, uh, I can't remember which one, but it was a printer advisory CD going to the good old media play. And this is where she kind of gets into that Lois or Roseanne, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it is type mode. And I'm getting ready yeah. to pay for it. And the lady behind the counter is like, like, are, are you allowed to buy this? Is your parents with you? And my mom was right behind me buying something. And I'm like, yeah, she's, she's right over there. And the lady goes, do you know your son is buying this? And she like holds it up to her. And all my mom said to him was, looked at me and goes, do you have your own money? I said, yeah. She goes, I don't really care what the hell he buys that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely my mom. I mean, obviously, this other lady was very rude uh, to you and your mom. But, oh, my mom was very, very confrontational. Very, very confrontational. Very. Go out of her way to be confrontational with people. I'm like, mom, can we just go home? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I made up stories didn't believe me all the time and i had a math teacher i'm not going to mention the name but she stuttered and i'm like okay she stutters there's no way a teacher stutters no no so she goes in and does like the parent teacher conference and then she comes home and goes okay you got me she stutters, and she also needs to find a pair, like, she, like, dressed her down at that, but she's like, she also needs to find a pair of shoes that fit her, because they look like clown shoes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We get a, we get a lot of stuff from my, from my grandmother. Uh, Like I said, she's, if you ever watch Arrested Development, Lucille Booth, okay, that's very much, not my grandmother to a T, but the way that she acts, that's the way my grandmother was. Like the one aspect where she's like, here's $20, go see a Star War. My grandmother would just do that to us, me and my brother, because we lived with my grandmother okay. for a bit, so my mom could, you know, save up money to buy a house and a new car. And my grandmother would just be yeah. like, here's money. You guys want to go to the movies? And then she'd just drop us off. Then once again, see, she learned this from probably learned it from her mother. My grandmother would sit there, take a nap, watch a movie because my brother and I were out of the house and we'd be gone for whatever the duration of the movie was or she okay. go to McDonald's and DeeDee's and it was just to get us out of the house. We're thinking, wow, she's awesome. She's a great grandmother. No, it's, I don't want to deal with you right now. Get out of the house. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> That, that's where I get a lot of, like i don't i can't we you talked about the Brady bunch and we talk about t v mom i can't relate to that mom because she's too perfect you, yeah you, like I,
0: I i i understand that i can I, understand that
1: i like the loiss the roseannes the grace the you know graces from grace under fire um like I said, the Lucille booths, who else do I just like really enjoy? Because it's like, it's a childhood thing for me that I get to see them in action where they don't care who's judging them or how perfect they are. They're just trying to make it through the day to get to the next day. And I think that's where, well, Lucia Booth cared about how perfect she was, but the other moms just wanted to get make it through the day, provide for their kids and get to the next day. And I think that's where my mother was. And that's what I mostly look at when I, the most moms that I can relate to when I look at TV moms, especially like Claire Huxtable, even though she did have a husband kind of like with Lois, but it's one of those things where, She's just doing what she can to get to the next day and to provide for the kids. And that's what, that's more of the TV mom that I can relate to. Than Absolutely. Than say, Wait. baking you a pie. Even though my mom did that one time and I had to chuck the address of my house. That's another funny story. She used to take, yeah, I learned this trick from her too. She used to take vacation while we were in school. So while most people took vacation in the summer, like from work, she would take it in like October, September or October, because we would be in school and she'd have the house to herself. She's, and so we, she would have the house to herself. And the one day I was coming home from school and I was bringing friends that have never been to my house before. She had a whole week off and I walked through the door and she's baked like two dozen, two or three dozen cookies, uh, two or three apple pies. Like the whole kitchen was covered in cookies and apple pies. And so these people, my friends that came okay. over are like, wow, your mom is great. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm in the wrong house. My mother does not do this. She, makes, <laughs> she makes like instant mashed potatoes. Like she actually cooked, but she wasn't baking all that. There was no way. Right. You know, like mom, can you bake us some cookies? No.
0: absolutely not
1: do you have bacon or you get the do you have bacon cookie money (laughs) no (laughs) but like to walk into the house and see that i'm like oh my goodness like i walked out and i was like did we like did i just walk into a stranger's house because my mother was not doing that so a lot of people didn't get to see the mr the uh my friends that day did not get to see what I normally came home to, which was just a kitchen. They got like, they were like, oh, and my mom's like, do you want some cookies and pie? I'm like, oh, this is not, this is not the woman. My mom was really, my my mom could strike fear into anybody. I remember a friend of mine got arrested and he came over and his parents were a little bit more lenient on him. So he was like, oh, next day. And- well, he didn't get like arrested or arrested, but he got picked up by the cops. And so he comes over the next day and I'm like, dude, you're not grounded or anything? He's like, No, no, I'm not gonna get grounded. And he leans and then we're on my porch and he leans into the he leans into me and he's like, What did you say about it? <laughs> like you like didn't want my mom to know. I'm like, she didn't say anything. She you're not her kid. He's like, oh, okay, good. I didn't I didn't want your mom mad at me. But that's, like, she had respect. Like, if you did not respect, like, you were not allowed in the house. Like, there was my friends that had had respect for her. Remember, I had a brother. My brother's friend walked into the house, just walked into the house, and then walked to his room and then came over and asked where he was. My mother was like, do you want to go back to the door and we can try this again? Because you do not just walk into my house. Like, you own it. And that kid was never allowed over again. She was like,
0: I don't like him. I had a kid like that. I had a kid like that too. He would just walk around the house willy-nilly, walked into my sister, sister's room, and she's like, what are you doing? Get out. And he never came back again. Yeah. Big dummy. Yeah.
1: Because I was always taught not to go into anybody's fridge unless they tell you to. My best friend, Dave, I've been, we've been friends since, fourth grade at his house. And this is what, eight years, I'll give it all the way until senior year and beyond. So maybe 15 years of like where we constantly hung out. I think I've gone into his refrigerator twice cause he told me to. Other than that, I have never, like, I, I didn't even know what was inside of his fridge. <laughs> Somebody opened it, but it was just one of those things that my mom instilled instilled in me. But like I said, I I can't relate to the to the Susie homemaker, almost nicey nicey mom. I need my mom to have a little. My TV mom needs to have a little bit of edge. Jill Taylor had it. Uh, yeah. Raymond's wife had it a little bit. I I need that like edge to it, not like like Bundy edge. Yeah. But, but I I need that.
0: Uh, you got to have, have that range of emotion. Cause I feel like if, if they're too perfect, it's not realistic. Cause nobody's like that. Nobody is one emotion, one flat line of emotion. It's, it's up and down, up and down. And you know, uh, th- those, th- those, a lot of the TV moms we mentioned are, are real, yeah. you know, like that. What was it? Uh, the, that 70s show mom.
1: Oh, she was Kitty. Great. They called her. Yeah.
0: She was great. You know, she tried, she tried really hard to be happy. You can kind of see her trying to be the perfect housewife, right? Uh, The, 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 the perfect housewife all happy and she'd get like jittery and weird. And then she'd finally snap. But you know, that, that was, was, I feel like that was a, like a a knock on those older days. Yeah. You know, where people just try to be like, they had these perfect moms. You have to have that range of emotion have to have the ups and downs uh, for it to be, to seem more realistic and for me to gravitate towards you as a character. So.
1: Yeah, that was, whenever I see like that, I, I notice a lot now, I don't watch a lot of newer TV, but I notice now the the TV mom has been changing more. Like we talked about the evolution more into that kind of edgier mom where there's certain points where she's not going to follow the rules. What was I watching one Kind of just popped up on Hulu, but American Housewives, I think it's called. And like the mom just was like to the kids, not waiting to move up into the line in school and was like, just get out of the car, get out of the car now. Go, no. So I, I, they're like, no, you got to wait for the cone. She's like, I'm not waiting for the cone. Just get out of the car now. And that was, <laughs> and that's, and I kind of like that because that's something my mom would do where it's just like, okay, I'm done waiting. Just, just go, just I got, I got things to do. (laughs) I got to get to work. Cause if you did drive us to school, it was on the way to work. Just get out of the car. I I don't care. (laughs) And and that's how, and I I think that's awesome that it's going into that direction more than the, you know, Susie type homemaker or the the regular, regular, there's nothing wrong with the Susie homemaker mom. I'm not going to lie.
0: No, I mean, they're, they're always like, I give them a lot of credit. It's, it's hard to be a Suzy homemaker mom, but, um, and probably even portray one well enough on television, but it's just, it's just not realistic.
1: It's no. just not realistic. I got, I, I gotta have, and I have the edge. All my TV moms has gotta have the big time edge to it. Yeah. And if you don't, I concur. You, you just, you, you're not in my, you, you're cool, but you're not in my list. You know, we forgot to mention Marge Simpson too. I completely forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. She I don't really consider her one like a great. It's hard for me some of the cartoon moms. Like Marge, okay, Marge is probably the most ethically like perfect one. Lois Griffin maybe. Nobody from South Park. Absolutely not.
1: Come on. Absolutely on. not. <laughs> what about I, oh, I don't them. know. Uh, Linda Belcher is like one of those. Yeah. Oh, we forgot about Vivian Banks too. That is an
0: Oh, Vivian Banks. You can't forget about. We did forget about her son of a bitch. The dance episode. Oop, I swore. You swore. Yeah, that dance episode was. Huh?
1: You swore a lot into this. I'm going to have to talk to the guy that edits this. Then, you know. <laughs>
0: this is only the- my first swear. No. It was only my <laughs> first swear on this episode. Uh, on this episode uh, I did another one oh boy alright I'll have to clean up my act no, the, the, the oh. dance off one was really really good really really good
1: yeah um, did you ever watch Reba Reba
0: has got a lot of money I don't like Reba at all I, really? I, I, I think that's yeah I hate Reba
1: oh my goodness I thought that was awesome.
0: I, I I find her. I I don't think her set her. The overall like idea of it, I I think is great, but I think the comedy is terrible. I love Reba.
1: Can we give it up to? Uh, I I couldn't remember her name until now. Is uh, Louise Jefferson? Awesome mom, awesome TV wife from the Jeffersons. Come on, you got right. You got to put up with George Jefferson. That's like putting up with a kid. You know, come on, <laughs> you got to give it up to Weezy. Wheezy's amazing. I'm just kind of looking at my list here. Mama's family that uh, have you ever watched mama's family?
0: I don't think I have.
1: Oh my goodness. Vicky Lawrence playing mama. Oh, absolutely amazing. You talk about a mom with an edge, just doesn't care. Uh, Playfully, I guess, belittles her children. It's it's a great great show. Go check out Mama's Family. You'll fall in love with that one. Oh, they did list her as a TV mom. They did list Mrs. Garrett as a TV mom. I'm very, I'm happy with that. Oh, here's another one that reminds. Here's another one. Okay, here's another one that probably is total, and I can't believe I forgot about it. Probably because it's recent is Frankie Hack from the middle. That is another good example of my wife as well, where she gets so excited and then sometimes just falls short and then she gets all mad at herself about it. This is another great show that kind of represents my family. But Frankie Hack, Patricia Heaton plays two great TV moms. I don't think there's been another actress to do that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. What show is that? middle with her the is that that is the middle okay she does do that it's a little bit it's a it's a different style of filming i forgot about that i I did forget about her being in that Oh, Uh, um, different set but there is that comedy aspect. but it's a lot i think it's a little bit more serious than the everybody loves raymond one but um but yeah she does she does do that there's not a whole lot of actresses or i mean people who do that well twice yeah. You know, how many how many times have, have good sitcom actors tried another sitcom and it just wasn't the same? Yeah, it wasn't the same.
1: Especially a mom role. Because you would recognize her from another yeah. one, but she makes you completely forget um, in my mind I'm about the character from Everybody Who Loves Raymond. You know they're the same same actress, but two different two different people.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Frankie Heck, that's another thing my wife does. Like I said, she gets real excited, kind of like that aquarium trip. She's going to get real excited about it. Uh, We're going to have the best time ever. And then it kind of just kind of falls a little bit short as we go through. We're like, oh, we're going to see this beautiful city of Dallas. And then we see the cigarette guy. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, Where do you feel? (laughs) Okay, cartoon mobs. I know we didn't really get into this one, but where do you feel Peggy Hill lies? Is she like an Peggy awesome, Hill. Oh. Is she up there as a cartoon mom? Is she up there with, I, I consider Linda Belter just
0: an amazing. I girl. mean, as a cartoon mom, she might, she might stand out a little bit. I don't know. King of the Hill is such a, like, I think it's a great show. I haven't watched it in so long. It's it's really hard to gauge. I think she's kind of in in between, maybe a little bit above average. I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I, I'm sure there are some people who, um, who would who would hold her in very very high regard. I haven't watched. I haven't watched in a little while though. So it's hard for me to say.
1: I love Peggy Hill. I just found out last weekend that Frito Pie was a real thing, and it's delicious.
0: Frito Pie. Yeah. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> it's pretty much just fritos covered in chili and cheese it's delicious
0: oh that's like taco in a bag it's frito. a little bit
1: fritos frito
0: well pie. you can put I it on fritos
1: bake it in a pie crust but the guy laughed at me. oh
0: that would be interesting the guy laughed at me because
1: i was like what's frito pie and he told me i was like oh i thought that was like just something they made up on king of the hill and he was like king of the hill <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm from New York. <laughs> that was the other thing. I got a dirty look, and I'm like, I'm from New York. And they're like, oh, okay. My only frame of reference of Toxas <laughs> growing up was Pee-wee's Big Adventure and King of the Hill. So please excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: No, I, I, I yeah, I've, I've enjoyed King of the Hill in passing. I never, like, was diehard King of the Hill, but I, I always appreciated I, I, It was one of those good shows that I like falling asleep to it. Yeah,
1: Is there any ones that you think we missed? I mean, I, I think I covered all my favorites, but definitely go check out Mama's family at Thelma Harper. I couldn't remember the name. I just remembered her as Mama. But Thelma Harper, you are going to be like, wow, this is a this classic 80s sitcom. Uh, you'll see oh. Lance from the Golden Girls plays one of the daughters. And uh, Betty White actually plays one of his daughters and it's okay. like two different characters that you'll see a different side of Betty White. It's kind of cool. Not, not like that Rose or anything of that nature, but mama's family.
0: Still- okay. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking through this list to try and find some uh, it's on ranker.com Uh I think we've covered a lot of the big ones, the, uh, the, the major ones. I mean, we missed like Morticia Adams for those who love the yeah. Adams family, yeah. um, which is an e- e- easy pass. Lily Munster, There's Samantha Stevens. I'm not sure where she was from. That's Bewitched. um, that's bewitch. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Can't remember my Caroline Ingalls. That's little house on the
0: prairie. Little House on the prairie. I can't
1: remember my kid's birthday, but I can remember those. <laughs> Edith
0: Bunker. Edith Bunker is all in the family. Oh, Archie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a couple other ones. There's a couple. One. Florida Evans. Um, Good times. Let's see. We mentioned the Partridge family. Yep. Uh, boom, boom. Maggie Seaver. Elise Keaton. That's family ties what else we got here piper halliwell that's charmed i think
1: that was, i didn't even know they had a kid on charm
0: yeah those i mean those are the big ones every are the yeah some of the other ones are just pretty much reaching but i think those are the those are the big ones for uh for tv moms good that's cartoons included as well because marge is on that list so
1: I got the mom from Phineas and Curb on here. I could kind of see that. Yeah. I was going to say the mom for Boy Wheat's World, but that's one of those in-the-background TV moms. Because there's a lot Yeah, of she's
0: not really moms. at the forefront.
1: There's not a lot of, like... I'm. I want, like, the in-your-face TV mom. And I just didn't... I just... I was going to mention her before, and I'm like, I didn't feel anything. It was more centered around Corey and Sean and all them. But there is, there is a big difference. You, Like I said, between the background TV mom that's like, hey, you're just going to play the role of the mom, be a mom, compared to this is more centered around you or even, you know, can you kind of let your character come out? A little bit more.
0: I agree. So
1: there's like I said, there's a lot on this list that like you said also. Very background TV mom. Oh, we
0: could spend forever. Yeah. But we spend uh, forever talking about them.
1: So I mentioned mine. My all time favorite TV mom is actually probably Claire Huxtable because she was a switch, you know, flip the switch. If you had to name your number one, who is your number one?
0: Yeah, Deborah Barone. All yeah. day. All day. Yeah. She it it's the most it was probably to me the most realistic. Um as far as my life. Kind of, you know, I, I, did, I did you know, I explained a little bit earlier, but I also thought of this after. She was very protective over the baby. Over the baby, you know, baby of the family. Very protect Nothing very wrong protective. With
1: Matt, there's nothing yeah.
0: wrong with that. No, there's not. As Unless I, you know, if you're the baby,
1: yeah, there's nothing wrong with me because I am the baby. I know how that
0: is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've been tortured the majority of my life. So I'm my older brother. Those McDonald's commercials are fake. Where the older brother brings home the little sibling a happy meal. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for coming on uh
0: any of my pleasure
1: my pleasure any of your uh catalogs of shows that that you want to plug there
0: uh i think the really big one i'm doing right now is just two point eat sleep list is off season a couple other ones i'm not doing it at the moment panel discussion you know i'm with well there's retro pop which is kind of like just this show it's this show but Uh, instead of topics, we pick more so one of the theme category, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I literally have something coming out at least every, at least five days a week on on a network. So, uh, if you follow our Facebook page, if you go to BICBP-radio.com and and follow some of the episodes, you'll see that, um, you'll see what we got going on, but, uh, I, I have, I have way too much, way too much, uh, going on in the podcast world, but, um,
1: Well, you run. But yeah,
0: I'm a I'm a busy fella.
1: You run the podcast precinct as well too, for a lot of us, yes,
0: podcasters that
1: has been a really great giant help. We're trying. We're trying to
0: do cool stuff.
1: We thank you for all the help and guidance that you have given us.
0: I'm happy to be around, bud. It uh, it means a lot to me. We got a little a lot of good people. We weeded out the bad apples. We got the good apples. So everybody's, uh, I'm, I'm happy where we're at right now. So thank you for that. No problem.
1: And to all the listeners, uh, thank you for listening. And to all the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day and good morning. Good afternoon. And-
0: Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, Here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We've got to drive 75 yards. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.
1: So what's the play?
0: Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, Sit. mother Delay of game. Offense.